Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and that you've had a wonderful week. Today it is the 147 of the programme and we're going to be reading from 1 Chronicles chapter 20 to 22 and then into the New Testament for John chapter 10 verses 22 to 42. So we'll get started and I hope you're all ready for the word of God. The First Chronicles chapter 20. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, Joab led out the armed forces. He laid waste the land of the Ammonites and went to Rabbah and besieged it. But David remained in Jerusalem. Joab attacked Rabbah and left it in ruins. David took the crown from the head of their king. Its weight was found to be a talent of gold and it was set with precious stones. And it was placed on David's head. He took a great quantity of plunder from the city and brought out the people who were there consigning them to labour with saws and with iron picks and axes. David did this to all the Ammonite towns. Then David and his entire army returned to Jerusalem. In the course of time, war broke out with the Philistines at Gezer. At that time, Sibachai, the Hushathite, killed Sippe, one of the descendants of the Rephites, and the Philistines were subjugated. In another battle with the Philistines, Elhanan, son of Jair, killed Lami, the brother of Goliath the Gittite, who had a spear with a shaft like a weaver's rod. In still another battle, which took place at Gath, there was a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in all. He also was descended from Rapha. When he taunted Israel, Jonathan, son of Shemaiah, David's brother, killed him. These were descendants of Rapha in Gath, and they fell at the hands of David and his men. First Chronicles chapter 21. Satan rose up against Israel and incited David to take a census of Israel. So David said to Joab and the commanders of the troops, go and count the Israelites from Beersheba to Dan, then report back to me so that I may know how many are there. But Joab replied, may the Lord multiply his troops a hundred times over. My Lord the King, are they not all my Lord's subjects? Why does my Lord want to do this? Why should he bring guilt on Israel? The king's word, however, overruled Joab. So Joab left and went throughout Israel and then came back to Jerusalem. Joab reported the number of the fighting men to David. In all Israel, there was 1,100,000 men who could handle a sword, including 470,000 in Judah. But Joab did not include Levi and Benjamin in the numbering because the king's command was repulsive to him. The command was also evil in the sight of God, so he punished Israel. Then David said to God, I have sinned greatly by doing this. Now I beg you, take away the guilt of your servant. I have done a very foolish thing. The Lord said to Gad, David's seer, go and tell David, this is what the Lord says. I'm giving you three options. Choose one of them for me to carry out against you. So Gad went to David and said to him, this is what the Lord says. Take your choice. Three years of famine, three months of being swept away before your enemies, with their swords overtaking you, or three days of the sword of the Lord, days of plague in the land, with the angel of the Lord ravaging every part of Israel. Now then, decide how I should answer the one who sent me. David said to Gad, I am in deep distress. Let me fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is very great, but do not let him fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague on Israel, and 70,000 men of Israel fell dead. And God sent an angel to destroy Jerusalem. 
But as the angel was doing so, the Lord saw it and relented concerning the disaster and said to the angel who was destroying the people, enough, withdraw your hand. The angel of the Lord was then standing at the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. David looked up and saw the angel of the Lord standing between heaven and earth, with a drawn sword in his hand extended over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders, clothed in sackcloth, fell face down. And David said to God, Was it not I who ordered the fighting men to be counted? I, the shepherd, have sinned and done wrong. These are but sheep. What have they done? Lord, my God, let your hand fall on me and my family, but do not let this plague remain on your people. Then the angel of the Lord ordered God to tell David to go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jebusite. So David went up in obedience to the word that God, God had spoken in the name of the Lord. While Aruna was threshing wheat, he turned and saw the angel. His four sons, who were with him, hid themselves. Then David approached, and when Aruna looked and saw him, he left the threshing floor and bowed down before David with his face to the ground. And David said to him, Let me have the sight of your threshing floor so I can build an altar to the Lord, that the plague on the people may be stopped. Sell it to me at the full price. Aruna said to David, Take it. Let my lord the king do whatever pleases him. Look, I will give the oxen for the burnt offerings, the threshing sledges for the wood, and the wheat for the grain offering. I will give all of this. But King David replied to Aruna, No, I insist on paying the full price. I will not take the Lord, I will not take for the Lord what is yours, or sacrifice the burnt offering that cost me nothing. So David paid Aruna six hundred shekels of gold for the site. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He called on the Lord and the Lord answered him with fire from heaven on the altar of burnt offering. Then the Lord spoke to the angel and he put his sword back into its sheath. At that time, when David saw that the Lord had answered him on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite, he offered sacrifices there. The tabernacle of the Lord, which Moses had made in the wilderness, and the altar of burnt offering were at that time on the high place at Gibeon. But David could not go before it to inquire of God, because he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 22. Then David said, The house of the Lord God is to be here, and also the altar of burnt offering for Israel. So David gave orders to assemble the foreigners residing in Israel, and from among them he appointed stonecutters to prepare dressed stone for building the house of God. He provided a large amount of iron to make nails for the doors of the gateways and for the fittings, and more bronze than could be weighed. He also provided more cedar logs than could be counted, for the Sidonians and Tyrians had brought large numbers of them to David. And David said, My son Solomon is young and inexperienced, and the house at the house to be built for the Lord should be of great magnificence and fame and splendor in the sight of all the nations. Therefore, I will make preparations for it. So David made extensive preparations before his death. Then he called for his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord, the God of Israel. David said to Solomon, My son, I had it in my heart to build a house for the name of the Lord my God. But this word of the Lord came to me. You have shed much blood and have fought many wars. You are not to build a house for my name, because you have shed much blood on the earth in my sight. 
but you will have a son who will be a man of peace and rest and i will give him rest from all his enemies on every side his name will be solomon and i will grant israel peace and quiet during his reign he is the one who will build a house for my name he will be my son and i will be his father and i will establish the throne of his kingdom over israel forever now my son the lord be with you and may you have success and build the house of the lord your god as he said you would may the lord give you discretion and understanding when he puts you in command over israel so that you may keep the law of the lord your god then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and the laws that the lord gave moses for israel be strong and courageous do not be afraid or discouraged i have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the lord a hundred thousand talents of gold a million talents of silver quantities of bronze and iron too great to be weighed and wood and stone and you may add to them you have many workers stone cutters masons and carpenters as well as those skilled in every kind of work in gold and silver bronze and iron craftsmen beyond number now begin the work and the lord be with you then david ordered all the leaders of israel to help his son solomon he said to them is not the lord your god with you and has he not granted you rest on every side for he has given the inhabitants of the land into my hands and the land is subject to the lord and his to his people now devote your heart and soul to seeking the lord your god begin to build the sanctuary of the lord god so that you may bring the ark of the covenant of the lord and the sacred articles belonging to god into the temple that will be built for the name of the lord now we will go into the new testament to john chapter 10 and it's uh, verses 22 to 42. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my father's name testify about me. But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I and the father are one. Again, the Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside. What about the one whom the Father set apart at his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy because I said, I am God's son? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my father. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works, that you may know and understand that the father is in me and I in the father. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed and many people came to him. And they said, though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true, 
And in that place, many believed in Jesus. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. Lord, for a chance to read your word. We pray, Lord, that it would come into our hearts. Lord, that we would digest it, that we would take on everything that you have said through your word today in Chronicles and in John. Lord, we ask that we would just know how to understand your word and how to put it into practice. Lord, we pray for our families, Lord, for all those, Lord, who are unwell. And at this time, Lord, where there are elections, where there are so many things going on with lockdowns and, and viruses and everything seems to be happening at this time. Lord, we ask for your peace that goes beyond all human understanding. Lord, we thank you for the joy that you give us, for the love and the rest assurance that you are God and you are the Almighty. There is no one like you and there is no greater name than Jesus Christ. We thank you for everything that you have done for us and we give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And there we are. That was day 147 of Bible 365. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope that as you read the word and hear the word that you're able to really just take it on board because it's it's the same for all of us. We all have to try and understand what God is trying to say to us and how we can live our best for him. But it's a pleasure doing the program. I really hope and pray that you're enjoying it and being blessed by it. May God bless you and I'll see you again very soon. Bye just now.